Alright guys, you're welcome to another episode of the podcast and if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, this is the Sweet Generous Podcast and I am Ati Polu, your host, your uncle, host, uncle, okay, anyone, your host. And um, today, like I promised, we'll be revisiting um, matters of the art. We did matters of the art part two, um, some episodes back, part one, sorry, some episodes back. So this is going to be part two. So sit tight because I have Dimola again um, with me on this episode. So listen and enjoy. Hi, Dimola. You're welcome. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. A very happy new month to you. Yeah, happy new month. Um, am I audible now? Yes, you are. You are. Okay. Um, thank you for um agreeing to come back on this episode of the podcast again. Okay. Um, on this episode, um, I want us to discuss some um, some practical tips. To help some common relationship problems said in the other episode. Um, actually, uh, you are really not that audible enough. I told you were initially. Uh, I'm using I'm using an headphone. My headpiece is up, so I'm using an headphone. That was why I got my audible enough. Oh no. Over now. Um, uh, I just hope my listeners will be able to hear that. Okay. All right. So, like I said, you're welcome again to this episode of the podcast. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I hope you can hear me though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly. Yes, like I said. So, try to. Um, today I want us to just try to like um highlight and um try to discuss some common relationship problems okay. oh going to be a second part for matters of the arts okay all right so let's shoot um okay we know that um everyone's relationships are different okay but okay. we can override the fact that we all sometimes face similar issues Mm. so Mm. i'll just um like to ask you some questions and uh, for the sake of my listeners i want you to be able to give um practical suggestions or answers so my first question is going to be you know sometimes it can be hard to know whether um your current relationship is going to make it in the long term so how would you know if the person you're currently dating is the one like um how would you know if okay this person i'm dating is the person i'm going to get up and end up getting married to how would you from the attitude now like actually you can only speak for yourself you know the person takes all your own thoughts the person for you, so it depends on the person, you know, the person is ready and also 
Mm. Okay, mm. now, okay, you just mentioned readiness. Okay, when it comes to readiness or commitment to marriage, when one partner wants to get married and the other isn't ready, what would you suggest? Wow, then, how do I say it? Then, that's a big problem because you have to wait to get a part. The other part is ready, you know. Have you have to do it. You have to wait till the other part is ready because it's out of your hand. You can't force the person when the person is not ready. So. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay, so the other part that is ready needs to just chill out and just wait for the other partner to just feel the vibe to get married. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about rebound relationships. <laughs> Um, rebound relationships. Um, do you know rebound relationships? Um, these people are getting a new relationship uh, uh, before getting over their previous. What's your take on rebound? Like, is it a bad idea? Like, okay, I just opted out of my previous relationship like a month or two months ago. And the next thing you ask me, how are you doing? How are you holding up? And I'm like, I'm already in another relationship. What do you think about that? That's a life is you have to move on. You can't just get stuck and all. And actually, it helps you. Oh, really? You have to move on. Yeah. It has to be Yeah, it, it has actually. It has its own upsides and downsides. You know? mm. Once you're in a rebound relationship, you may actually jump into, you know, you can make, can make a few decisions, you know. So that's that. But actually, you can get your mind off things. You, know, you have to move on. You can't just stay in that position and keep thinking about. You know, that's in the past. So, that goes on. <laughs> so actually, the fact that um, I just got out of a, um, a relationship like recently, there's really nothing bad in trying to wait to, to heal up before going to another. People in love differently, and I actually think that you know, when you leave a relationship, you have to ask mm-hmm. someone you talk to, someone you, you know, so that really leads to a bond relationship. You know, let's say you have a relationship, then there's this guy that's interested in you, know, just open up to you. But the thing is, you know, when you have a bond relationship, and it's like just like you said, your ex now wants to get back to you, and you know, I choose to leave. That particular relationship, you know, it's just it's just do it. I'm I'm saying Okay, okay, okay. Let's do the back aside for now. <laughs> because though I'm not agreeing totally with you, I feel if you just opted out of a relationship and it's not even up to six months yet, just my own opinion, I feel you should not try anybody anybody out yet. Because I just feel the next person you're trying to try out immediately after you left your new relationship, you are going to use that person as um, is is so a ground for soulless like to console yourself. 
when actually you're supposed yeah. to be working yourself and holding yourself up. So it's just like yeah. to me, you got out broken and you're taking your broken self into another person's life. That's what I see that. You know what? You know what? You guys see the everything. Have you ever okay, have you ever have you ever been on the other side of the breakup before? Like just a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. Is that for you? How do you feel? Yes. You, you won't be I rational. You won't think rationally. You'll be, you'll be sad, you'll be depressed. And at that stage, you're vulnerable. So that's what you say, those rebound relationships. You can't help it. It just happens. Actually, when you get into it, then after a while, when you feel it, you know, you know this, this is not for you, you know, then you can then leave it. But at that stage, you know, you don't have to see if I have Okay, so for solution. It's okay, Ali. Yeah, it's okay. You know, just get okay. the fact. Wait, you know. this was sick of consolation. Ah. <laughs> um, I'm serious. It helps, you know. Not like you guys, not like you overly, like, I'm sure when you're in that bank, you should be having this thing for yourself and all you. So that's when you figure out if you this guy is a real guy or he's not your type and all, and, and just show yourself out, bro. That particular hmm. thing, it helps get your mind off your previous relationship and all of it. The pitiful case on this podcast today. So, it's not going too well. <laughs> okay, I'm not agreeing, but okay. Okay, now, um, before I delve into some of the problems I originally had in my head, uh, I would like to ask just one question that I always like to ask. How do you know somebody has fallen out of love with you? The vibe just goes up. Okay, I think they call it finish or something. You know? no, they call it what? You finish. Feelings. You know, you guys, you finish. See finish. Oh. Yeah. You know when you guys first go together, you know, sit out on a date, you know, she keeps like, you know, you guys are romantic and you know, all, call like multiple times a day, good night, for this text and so then after a while you guys are vibing together and all that starts to be saying, and maybe in the town, you know, you guys are in quarrel fight, you know. When you just feel so, like you know, you know, you know. Just a feeling. You know when this person doesn't love you. Okay, so literally, if um I do all these things with that person, they will suddenly stop doing it. That means one of either of us is falling out of love with the other. No, but it's just a, like I like it. Like it is like a, like a road, you know. It leads to the kill. I Okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk about let's start with let's um try to discuss the issues now. Okay, let's talk about communication. I'm discussing, I'm trying to discuss on the issue of communication first because I mean, the issue of communication is literally like, like the biggest problem in most relationships. Mm-hmm. Okay. To me, I feel every couple has their own um, communication style. Do you understand? 
the way I relate with my partner, my necessary, my necessary really at that same level with your partner. The most important thing is understanding. But then we um partners like they've stopped listening to each other and then they, they always try to like fill in the blanks by trying to read each other's minds. Like in instances where they're supposed to just ask, like baby, what's up? Why are you asking about this? Then they just try giving each other assuming that okay it was because of this that he did this or in situations where um, conversations now become like like a problem like every conversation becomes a battle like it's entirely ground for argument how do you think um this can be resolved actually just like you said communication is very very important you know because you know know, actually they um when you guys are courting, when you guys are dating before you guys go into the relationship actually so mm-hmm. that thing you have known if you have advised with this person or you guys understand each other you know so then okay let's say you are in a relationship and, and just like you said there's always fighting arguments and all so both parties have to work on each other you know or someone has to be more respect and understanding you know both of you can just, you know, someone has to, how do I say, someone has to make a sacrifice, you know, to make it work. You actually want mm, to make it work. So, can I make it right? Yeah. Okay, so one person has to at least accept that he has to just let it go, even though he's, even he or she's always right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to win every argument, even if you are right. Okay now, um, in a situation where your partner uh, values you, like you like what you do for them, um, you understand? Like your partner really values you. They love you. They like the things you do, but they never really see it or like to appreciate you. Even though in their mind they appreciate him, and then you are the kind that likes to be appreciated. Um, how can this be resolved to shout? Wow. You just making me to bend out to you. I hope you got my question. You have to work on this, yeah. You said? Yeah, I said. I said you have to make it known to your partner that you don't appreciate me enough and you guys feel that guy feel, you know. You have to make how you feel known to your partner like Pass communication again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I say. Communication is key. You know. If you don't make it with your partner, then, you know, it might just be the person's, um, how do I say, the person's natural attitude. You know. Um. So, like you're saying, it still boils down to communication. Mm-hmm. The fact that maybe um, the person might just have this natural attitude of the person doesn't really like to mention um, appreciative words, doesn't really mean that the person doesn't appreciate you. But then you like being appreciative. So, you need to just convey your thoughts to the partner. Like, okay, this is what mm-hmm. I want. Okay. Let's quickly talk about this jealousy issue. 
I know everybody listening now that being in a relationship at one time or the other or currently in a relationship will agree with me that jealousy is one issue in relationships that we cannot override. Okay, I feel jealousy is normal because um, to me, you don't want to lose him or her, she gets. But I think it becomes unhealthy if you start becoming, you know, overly possessive or reasonably suspicious and malicious, you know, towards your partner. Because me, um, unnecessary jealousy will make you lose your trust in your partner. So how do you think they can, you can help rebuild such, you know, such issue and trash out, even not completely, but partially the issue of jealousy? Okay, just like you said, you said everybody, uh, you said jealousy is, uh, how did you say, jealousy is it's normal, is, but... normal, yeah, so everybody is jealous, I don't buy that, I'm not the jealous type and all those bullshit, everyone is jealous, so the thing is, uh, someone, um, one must not be obsessive, you know, you can't be obsessive and be suspicious and reasonable, you know, so, and okay, likewise, your partner too must know your your partner should not be doing things to make you suspicious. Like your partner cannot be doing things to make you suspicious. So everyone has to play their part. And, okay, so it goes down um, um, on the should I say the actions of your partner too. Yeah, yeah, partner yeah. does not suspicious things. You would really have no, no, um, no reasons to start getting suspicious or jealous about anything. Mm-hmm. Because hmm. because even even in a relationship where other partner is jealous or something and everything is going fine. If, for example, one partner cheats, you know, and and okay, the other partner gets to find out, even after biding with that gun about it, they've gotten through no threats and bring about jealousy and all that, you know. Obsessive, okay, now, now you mentioned um the issue of cheating, which um I like to fidelity though. Now in a situation where one of the partners like got engaged in an act of fidelity, mostly cheating though, what do you think um could have aided such an act. Like, what would I be in a relationship and then as as a lady end up in another man's bed? As I said, what do you think could have aided such an act? And then how would you advise the other party? I was not the one that committed the act to resolve and rebuild the relationship after such an affair. Yeah, both questions boils down to individual individual decision. The partner cheating is not like okay because my partner neglects me or does this or he doesn't call me because I want to cheat. Mm-mm. If you cheat, you cheat. Uh, one cannot make so there's no excuse for cheating. Yeah, nobody can make you cheat. You know? Nobody can make you cheat. Like cheating because you want to cheat. You enjoy the made a mistake, you know. Or you can't blame it on your partner or someone else, you know. It happened, it happened, you did it. You just run up. So the other part is um how can the other partner deal with it or something? 
Yes, how can it help to rebuild the relationship? Leave her, then even during the relationship, just let it go. Both of the other partners because she has two options. Yes, she has two options. Either to leave or to stay. So when you leave, when you painful and you feel it boring, you know, so when you stay, you painful, you feel it. My part and it's not part because just like you said the other time, it can lead to jealousy and obsessive too. So, um, in case of infidelity, it um, depends on the other um, um, the other partner's individuality. So, you can't give a general yeah. advice. Yeah, I can't give a general advice. Mm. That's, that's reasonable enough. Let's talk about, I don't know what to tag this, but I like to call it like, that's important. Now, what, what I'm trying to say is, you know, there are some times that some long-term partners, they go through some phases of like feeling stuck. I, um, I use the word feeling stuck because, for instance, in situations where like they love each other, but they no longer feel in love due to the long term of the relationship. Like, you know, after some months or years, you just feel that the relationship is no longer romantic anymore. The sparks have gone and they're even tired of always being together. What do you think? As in, I don't know what to ask. What do you think is the solution to this kind of problem? They still love it. They're those tired. You know, those, for instance, let me say they've been for 10 years, 8 years. At some point, they will feel there's no more spark in the relationship, to be honest. But in this kind of situation, <laughs> what do you think? Okay. Years is a long period to be with you. Is it? I think 10 years or 8 years is a very long period to be with you. You can't be cutting someone for 10 years, I know. What are you doing? <laughs> so, okay, if I date somebody for 3 years, just get done with it and get married. Okay, 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 okay then. Let's use your own example. What if we are dating for like almost three years now and then by the second year, me and my partner will just feel this relationship is no more exciting, guy. Or we still love each other, but we just feel like we just feel like I don't even know the words is but we just feel like like there's no way, there's no more, there's nothing else. Like we already know each other. They're always yeah. excited again. What do you think is like so just this kind of problem? Okay, that boils down to what what um honestly what has been holding the relationship down all this while. Hmm. Yeah, really. That's yeah. making the relationship yeah. exciting. <laughs> you know in a relationship, there are mm-hmm. different things that strengthen relationship like yes it's not general some people is sex you know some people mm-hmm. is the money some people is more guys. yeah now these guys choose gifts actually imagine you buy this phone buy this you out you know the money the gift you know and some people actually it's just you know the person's personality okay you get smart you get smart blah 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 or both of you are just ready you guys know, you know. So, 
if it's the first and apparently there's a distance and you guys cannot have the space like you guys are having it you know? and issues will start to arise yeah it just happens naturally and it's the money and the guys and that box of the thing and you know then just like that can happen and mm. that because they are ready I don't see something like that happening because they are ready and you guys love each other. So, um, what you're trying to say is they should first of all try to find out what made the relationship exciting initially, like their connecting yeah, bond and try to see what has happened not, to that bond. Yeah, it is not just a material for them. Then they are fine. Okay. Okay. Another common issue in, in relationships is pride. You know what? What I, I know what I mean when I say pride. Now, many people, many people. I don't like. I don't want to refer to a particular gender, but some people they just refuse to always admit their mistakes and apologize to their partners. They rather point fingers than take the blame. They always be like, you know, your daughter is at fault. You should get the clinical clinical. Even when they are at fault, they don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to like say they are the ones at fault. They rather not let. They rather prefer that neither of you mentions. But if it's the other partner, they always ready to like point fingers and you know. And they don't. If they've not gone like like this without talking, they might not really want to apologize. Something like that. So I I think that's pride. That's what I said pride. Like, I would like to call it pride. So how do you think you can overcome this kind of problem? Um, okay. The particular partner has a problem. Okay, easy. Um, on the issue that you said that okay, they might not talk to each other, um, blah blah blah, that you see that's right. And that might not be correct because yeah, people that no, I don't see that as an instance. I said the main reason why I correct is that some partners they don't like to admit their mistakes. Yeah, wrong. Okay fact that they just want to apologize to their partner is something that is defined as ah boss account something like that yeah is that so how do they kind of you go and pray it's very dangerous if hmm. both if 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 both parts um if it if both partners are proud and they have IED they're fighting because with the argument and so if one Parties relax and okay, probably the other partner is proud of how this deep is going. You know, you can just, you can just, you can just let it go. You know, someone has to cheer for the other person. But if both are proud and they speak, you know. Okay, we know that somebody has to cheer for the other person. But why does, why, see, what I want to know is definitely if one partner is proud, eh? And the other one is just there, just always letting things go, letting things go all the time. The person that lets things go all the time will get pushed to the wall one day. So definitely the person that lets things go for the sake of the other partner's pride and ego is the one that is always, is probably the person that I like to call the right because two wrongs cannot make a right, yes? But the issue is that, that partner that has pride issues, like how can that person trash that kind of issue out? You can't trash it, there's no cheer for pride, there's no medicine, there's nothing to do. You can't just argue it out. Yeah, they just argue it out, you know. Even my couples do fight, they argue, you know. Yeah, huh. they, 
they argue and they get over it and they're back together. I said, apparently, that means if I have a proud partner, I'm supposed to sit him down and tell him, guy, I, I don't like this attitude. You need to okay, change. Someone that is proud, you look like you won't even accept that he's proud. Someone that is proud. Yes, you know, they do. That's another argument, you know. You guys argue about that. Proud, clean, calm down. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel, I feel probably they, they, they both outgrow it or they can get to understand each other better. So. Hmm. Okay, finally. I'm agreeing with you now for the first time. Okay. <laughs> In a situation where your, 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 like your partner's family, eh, like they are hard to deal with. Like in the sense that um, they may not see you as like the ideal partner for you know their son, their daughter. Who would you do? Actually, in that case, I don't feel it's your own business. That's your partner's business. That is, that is, hmm. that is who I like. Yeah, there is family, you know. Apparently, so it's not the that this person is good for me. Before, before you met them, before the partner introduces you to say, you would have told them about you and all. So you would have told your partner that, okay, we don't want someone like this. So if he goes ahead to introduce you and all, then it's not your own edifice. It's edifice because once they behave somehow to you, they do something you don't like. Just tell him, so he's the one with the problem. You have to deal mm-hmm. with this side and have to deal with the other side. So you yeah, are cool. Just, just watch, you know. Just stay on it. <laughs> yeah, yes, okay. You don't problem, you don't get problem. Okay. Um, do you feel there should be boundaries in relationships? Yeah, sure, like boundaries, yeah. Everything what kind boundaries. of boundaries? Okay, like we're not going to each other's phone. <laughs> yeah, because that is then there's no trust, you know. Why should my partner be I can't I'll go to his phone. Don't go to each other's phone that I say. It doesn't mean you can't press my phone. If you're on my phone, you're using it to browse or Not like you start reading my chat or... I should not do investigationism on your phone. You said? I said I shouldn't do investigative journalism on your phone. Yeah, yeah, that was unpleasant. But that's why you're my partner. Are you ID something? I remember the last episode you said. <laughs> so you don't trust me. You're going to my stuff, you know. You don't trust me. That's what it means. You don't trust me. Okay, that was why you would actually go to their phone. I'm not saying okay, you have a phone or something just come up and just see, but not like. For food, you have to you unlock the phone, start checking it, you know. Yeah, hmm. What other boundaries aside that? Aside that, okay, then, should I say, take it, take it to me. You say? Best person says, like, what? Actually, it depends on the individual. 
like okay, nursing while policing while partner is doing all the time. Like you guys just say don't do this. I don't want you to do this. So just you know don't do this. Not like oh, you just expect the partner to just use their brain to just know that okay, my partner does not want me to do this. No, not that. It's not like switch rules or like listening rules, you know. They just say, uh-uh, stop. You don't like no, they really just communicate me. Mm. It just happened again, so stuff like that. <laughs> Everybody has to be communicated. So. You must yeah. like people to be your phone. Okay. So, so you don't like people going through your phone? No, don't like it. Better yeah. keep your phone very well. I didn't even see something, but I didn't. If you do, I will see something, I will blame you. I will blame, 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 blame. I won't apologize, I will blame <laughs> you. <laughs> that's what you have, that's what you have to say in some way. You will touch no, people around. <laughs> this don't bound you, come on bound you, don't go to your partner's so phone, you don't, you don't. <laughs> okay, what if I, I was my partner's phone, I was not going through it, but I was making use of it and then so since something just came up. You yeah, still think, you assume that I went through it? No. Oh, huh? you think, okay, you think it's your, no, 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 I won't assume, I won't assume. I will, you guys know how to search for stores, you know. If you actually want to cut it, you know how to search and go through the phone and everything. So that's different. Hmm. <laughs> we are going to do another episode on why you should not go through your partner's phone. What you don't know cannot kill you. This is like I can see this on the podcast. Okay. Um, okay, now um I want us to discuss a particular issue and that's money. Mm-hmm. So don't be shy, don't let us be shy to admit that um, money is a very crucial aspect in our day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. So even if money is not money is not that important, everything is not money, everything is not money, but don't tell me money is not important, that's it. So if you and your partner you have um you have spending habits, different spending habits obviously, or some okay. sorts of financial issues. Like how mm-hmm. can you help to influence or accommodate this um non-enduring part of your partner? Like really if your partner has a very bad spending habit and it's beginning to affect you financially. How can you help to influence? Would you rather influence or try to accommodate dying different in your partner? Okay, so we are saying if your partner is like losing spend, you know. Uh-huh. You, have to, you have to you have to influence and accommodate, you know. Room was not this maybe you can just and nagging that you spend so much, you know, just little by little, you start to make it, you know, you have to stay for the rainy day, this is it, this is it, you know, not like you are spending money or something, but you have to make the person understand, you know, look, this is life, you know, this is how it is. You know, you can't mm-hmm. be sitting, you can't be living sick life, how you sit in it, you know, spending money that is not there, you know, you have to make mm-hmm. the person know that this is it, and when there's excess, you know, 
understand, you know, but there is limit to the story, you know. Okay, so obviously, if your partner has a bad friend habit, oh, communication. Mm. Yeah, I think to me, I think everything will still be seen boils down to communication. Yeah. I feel if partners are able to talk, like sit down, you got me offended. Come, let's talk. Or oh, why did you do this? Come, let's talk. I believe most of these issues will just be little things that can be worked over. Yeah. So. Listening and understanding. Mm, there's okay. Oh well, good. There's so there's a there's a difference between um just come let's talk, and then the other person trying to be understand uh, the rest you're trying to pass across. Yeah, because because you, you know there are some people that once 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 they've known all their life that one plus one is. You know, mm-hmm. them that one plus one is two from now to twenty thirty. You see that one plus one is two that been there earlier. Yeah, one mm-hmm. way in one way traffic. Person has to listen and be willing to you know, understand and you know, comprehend what you're saying. You, know, you guys have to learn from each other. It's true. You know, some um, some partners they yeah. listen, but at the end yeah. of the day, offense. I still told them some things. Okay. I said it's true, Sha. Some partners will listen, but at the end of the day, they'll still take offense that you told them certain things, and then you feel like ah, I should not have mentioned. I don't understand. Okay, you said um, communication. It involves trying to listen and understand. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So. I said it's true. The understanding is very crucial because it's not just about listening. Because you can just say in uh, communication, you guys should, if you have an issue, you guys should talk it out. So I was trying to say it's true. Some partners can just be like, for the sake of communication, just be like, okay, what do you, what do you have to say? And the other person spills it out. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really mean that they are going to trash out that issue. Mm-hmm. So that, that's where communication comes. That the main fact that uh, you offended me, I'm really, I'm telling you, offended me, doesn't really mean that okay, we resolved it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, we're going to talk about the issue of sex in a relationship. I know some people might be thinking that, oh, so she's not going to mention it. I'm going to mention it. Because uh, whether we like it or not, see, sex is like one issue in a relationship that we, we, how should I say, we, we underrate. Ask me why. Mm-hmm. Good relationships are based on trust and mutuality. But then some partners are always like pressured by their partner into having sex with them. Because we all have we all have different kinds of should I say sex education and should I say sex life and sex you understand. So sometimes the partners might be compatible, they might be understanding, everything might just be good. And then the only, the only issue might just be the issue of sex. Do you know? Yeah. Probably this person does not have the same sexual understanding as this other person. And then this partner is feeling pressured by this other partner. And if um, there's beginning to be sexual pressure in a relationship, it's going to be very, very unhealthy for a relationship. Yeah. So, how do you think that can be that can be handled? How do you think that can be handled? Sorry. 
actually that that deals with um, individual moral belief and value, you know. Some people don't actually have anything wrong with having sex or throwing their virginity to a wedding or whatever. I mean, some people don't see anything wrong in that, you know. Some people prefer to be separate. Some people see it as a life of relationship, like it's so, you know. Yes. And, and some people have to offer the relationship. And at the same time, some people feel, you know, if you love me, you know, if you wait, you know, I have sex, I'm not. So it just depends on the partner. So the part that is just pleasure, I don't think anyone can pressure anyone to ask you. So when this guy wants to ask you to you, I tell him, no, I don't want, I don't want this, I don't want that, I'm not ready, I'm not that. He's not pressuring you because if you don't give in to him, then if he doesn't really love you, he wants you to stay. He'll move, you know, he'll leave. Mm. Like, he loves you, respect like, you. Yeah, it's not like he's strangling you or something. You guys are trying to understand each other. So you see that, okay. And it's just, it's just, once you see that, okay, this guy is not, you know, he's not really saying how I should I say, OT, should I say the same agenda, you know? Mm-hmm. It's probably just walk away. Yeah, just walk away. Yeah. Whatever. Mm. Mm. So, so, okay, I was able to grab something. Nobody can pressure you in a relationship to have sex. So, being pressured yeah, to have a relationship is just a filmsy excuse. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to. Hmm. Okay, um, so to capital, uh, lastly, let's just talk about the issue of trust because we've been talking about the intelligence, money, everything with money, and we don't even talk about the issue of trust because all these things I think their foundation is based on trust. If I don't trust you, on trust, trust, if I don't trust my partner, I can't give my, I can't put my financial and whatever in my, in my finances to my partners and if i don't trust my partner <laughs> jealousy will come easy if i don't trust my partner infidelity will not even be an excuse you get my point so lastly to capital i would like to just talk about the age of trust now in a situation where trust is broken you know when trust is broken it's often really hard to get back do you understand yeah. and trust is the foundation of is not even mostly Trust should be the foundation of all serious relationships. Now, if there are any signs of betrayal, like like broken trust, how should the um, partner that felt the betrayal, how would I call it? How, would I call it, how should the other partner, shall, the victim partner, how should the partner undo it? Honestly, I don't, I don't know what to say, but what I mean um trust is how I say depends on the on the individual. Because some people are too trusting. You know, some people there are people that, you know, give me trust you know, just your conversation and trusted you and all, you know. there are people that, you know, that will not, you know. They don't trust easily. They don't trust easily. So imagine someone that is trusting me. Lord. Once, okay, let's say for example you cheat on the person, you apologize and you know, just feel sweet words, you can be fast, even more than before. So 
It's just it's mm. just things in individual. And but 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 the bottom line is trust is very important. But even more important than communication, without trust, nothing can work. So um um to cap it all, keeping a relationship strong and going requires the commitment and determination from the two partners, like two parties. So that means you and your beloved or your loved one must try to like work hand in hand, you know, to surpass the challenges that your relationship to go through. Because if no one then achieving that love can uh, you know uh, what do they call it? The lifetime love can be possible. So that means one partner cannot do it on his or her own. You mentioned understanding, mentioned communication, mentioned trust. I think these are the major and the basic um, foundation for a serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Timola. Thank you so much. And uh, even in your inconvenience, thank you for coming on the podcast again. Thank you. And uh, do enjoy your day and have a wonderful month. Alright guys, I am really sorry if you were unable to hear my guests audibly or accurately. We had um, a little connection issue. I promise it won't, hopefully, I can promise that it won't happen on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. And just before I end this episode, I would like to say that we know that it's always tough to spot um, potential relationship problems, especially when you know you're in the face of a new love. You might not even see those red flags that are staring at you. I totally get it, but that does not mean you should ignore early relationship problems, especially since many have a way of getting worse with time. So do yourself a favor. If you notice something that seems a bit off about your partner, maybe your partner is too controlling, your you two are always arguing about nothing precisely, you guys should just sit, talk it out, try to understand each other like um Demola already told us. So and we know that everybody's always everyone. But, well, I can't assert generally that most people are usually on their best behavior in the beginning of a relationship. You know, they want to impress and then put their best foot forward. But still, don't ignore red flags or signs of a toxic personality because if you do, it could lead to the, um, it could, it could, um, how would I say, it could be the foreshadow of a potentially abusive partner. But. You could decide to work through some issues together as couples, but if the relationship is one that does not feel healthy still to you, and it seems like you've tried everything, you've talked, you've prayed, you've um, tried to like understand your partner, you've tried to ignore, you've tried to accommodate, and the problem isn't still going away, then baby, boo, bae, it's time to move on. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much. I love you.